beach season, it's almost here, summer, whatever you call it. And Tomboy X makes kick-ass gender-neutral underwear and bathing suits for all people, all bodies, all genders, all sizes, and all of the ways that you see yourself. Because honestly, it doesn't even matter if the bathing suits work for you don't. The idea is to have the option to have bathing suits that work for you, you know? If you're dreading another summer of untrustworthy swimsuits that don't fit, don't flatter, and don't stay put when you move, probably the most important part, or don't cover your shoulders and legs when you want to like get a little bit of more sun protection, check out Tomboy X swimsuits. They're comfortable, flattering, stay in place whether you're swimming, playing volleyball, or out on the town, you know, as you do in your bathing suit. Go ahead, cover up what you want, and flaunt the rest. They have swim shorts, boy shorts, swim halters, swim race back tops, board shorts, unisuits, all in seasonal prints and cool colors. Go to tomboyx.com slash who and check out their awesome swimsuit collection. And Who Weekly listeners get 15% off with the code who. Again, that's who for 15% off. Go to tomboyx.com slash who. That's tomboyx.com slash who. You will say yeah, 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 they want to know. Famous. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is our first podcast episode post Game of Thrones. <laughs> I thought you were done. Say. Yeah, no, it was a traumatic. Can you it? it was a traumatic morning, and you didn't evening. even watch. Well, I got the arguably more traumatic for people who don't watch it. I got the blowback. I feel like I've been suffering for eight seasons. How many seasons? Eight seasons. Eight. Yeah, I've been eight. suffering just as much, if not more, than all of you guys. I did try and watch, and then was like, not for me. You know, I not got. I wanted me. to know what was going on. Yeah, that's sort of like, that's how I am with a lot of shows. I'm like, no, I don't need to keep doing this. I mean, I'm I'd okay. argue that if you asked me to describe like what's going on in Game of Thrones, it'd be better than what's actually going on in Game of Thrones. Oh, absolutely. You know? And now there's nothing going on in Game of Thrones, which is a relief. It's nice that I it's never over. have to think about it again. Yeah, it's no, nice. It's so, it's so nice. I, I almost can't, I don't even have the mental capacity to be too upset about the end of the of the series, which was horrendous in every <laughs> measurable way. I mean, everything about it was deeply stupid and terrible. But Sounds because great. I was never like a huge fan, because I never loved it, you know? It doesn't bother if me. If everybody hadn't been watching it. it, would you have continued to watch it? No, I wouldn't have continued to watch so, like, it. Like you would have without quit Josh. If no. everyone else, if everyone else hadn't been like Game of Thrones, I blah, blah, every yeah, week. I didn't even start it. I think it was a pretty big deal from the time that it started. I just want to quickly gloss over what we care about in terms of Game of Thrones, which is what's going to happen to these people. Are they going to graduate? Any of them? I think this is complicated. I think because they were on the most popular show of all time, they're obviously them's right now, especially now that it's over because everyone's talking about it. Yeah. It's already started. They're going to get a lot of the like, we were unhappy with the final season. They can finally start talking about it, you know? Uh So they'll get a lot of attention for... They're going to get a lot of attention for being like, you know, it surprised me. I wasn't expecting this, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. So they're going to get a lot of this. Also, they they all have things in the pipeline because they are leaving Game of Thrones. But in terms of long-term celebrity, long-term popularity, I'm not sure... Many more people than Sansa, uh, Sophie Turner, yeah. I think has long-term potential. Uh-huh. I think um, Brienne of Tarth, Gwendolyn Christie has long-term potential. Uh-huh. I think Bran has zero long-term potential. Uh-huh. I think Arya might. I'm. I don't know where to go with Arya. I think she Kit could. Harrington. I think Kit Harrington thinks he does, but I don't think he's compelling enough. After seeing enough. his SNL, I would say no. Yeah, and I think that like a lot of them are just like 
Amelia Clark is it was never that strong of a performer, and neither was Kit Harrington. Aria was, but doing this very specific thing. I so it's like agree. I don't know what to expect. I always think about Downton Abbey and other big shows that have had these British actors who are the the first time we're hearing about them as an American audience are on these shows. So the so the mm. character that they're playing fully embodies them. And it's kind of hard to tell whether they're good actors because we only know them as that character. It's kind of the way that like child stars work where you're like, are they yeah. precocious or good? Like I can't quite tell. So for yeah. some of these actors that we literally never heard of until Game of Thrones, <laughs> this is the first character we're seeing them play. And it's really easy to convince us you're that person. The question oh, is, can, can Maisie Williams pay, play a ladybird teenager or something and will we buy it and i don't know you know <laughs> i'm not sure i'm gonna buy it i don't think i'm gonna buy it i don't Maybe know i will i mean i think, I think about think about lost I, think about Mad Men. think about all these shows like these people like did they break out everyone thought yeah. we couldn't get enough of fucking john ham where's john ham i mean <laughs> john ham and john ham keeps getting um john ham is like kind of smartly just yeah. doing little things because yeah. then he can always be like and surprise it's john ham because he knows that if he actually sinks his teeth into something substantial it won't be good maybe i'm being too rude to john ham but know. it's like but i think that's smart of but him but john ham could have been like batman out of the gate like john ham could have been any avenger like what happened with that maybe i don't know something maybe i he didn't want it he didn't, maybe want, he didn't it. want it maybe he didn't want it but don't you he's think happy he being have? on the side yeah He's he always wanted to be a funny side. guy. He always wanted to be hot funny. Yeah. Hot funny. He's hot funny. He's it's hot fine. Funny. Kit Harrington, I feel like, is hot not funny. Amelia Clark is just not... I, I'm really intrigued by the Christmas movie she's going to be in at the end of the year that Emma Thompson wrote. But I, I, I'm managing my expectations because I just don't. I don't like her. Yeah, I think we should um, all be managing our expectations. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think Gwendolyn Christie is there's a there's like a big um, and we can't we're not talking about Peter Dinklage. He was famous before this. Like we're not talking about the like the no, old Peter British Dinklage actors who were count. all great, right? There's so many. The show was filled with you know like very good older British actors, and it's like yeah, they're gonna keep doing their older British thing. They're gonna keep getting stuff on BBC. It's fine. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the main people and I think Gwendolyn Christie like Nicolas Costa or whatever the guy who plays Jamie with the one hand yeah I, I I don't see much coming from him Lena Hetty I think that she's gonna continue doing things just yeah. because she was an actor before this she's older yeah um I think Gwendolyn Christie's gonna have a really interesting career but I'm getting like Olivia Coleman I mean vibes. any of like, them could have like a Olivia Coleman moment where like yeah, they are yeah. In this incredible movie and have like a breakout situation beyond Game of Thrones. I don't doubt that. I think. But there's like, but you know, I, in Gwendolyn Christie, I see that sort of like very studied um, theatrical yes. performance. Like a Tilda. That you don't get from the kids. Because they started as child actors. So it's like they're, when it comes down to it, like you said, they're all child actors. And you never know what to expect from child actors. It's just like, I'm so curious. And as Tilda, somebody. Tilda meets Olivia Coleman. Myself, yes, right. as somebody who's unburdened with Game of Thrones. If I see, I'm these no people, longer burdened with it. But if I see these people in other things, I won't think of them as Game of Thrones characters first. So I will be maybe more fresh to see if they, you know what I mean? Like I'm more susceptible to letting them like move into them dumb. You would yeah, be less like, so because you'd be like, you see Sophie Turner like Sansa, 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 and I might yeah. be able to see her as something else. God. I can't wait to hear all of their American accents. That's going to be a truly wild ride. Well, it was it was late, so my my American accent that you you heard on Terminator kind of changed a little bit into um, Callie from the Valley. 
this, she's like this whole like situation. <laughs> that was amazing. Imagine Aria, imagine Aria playing an American. Kit Harrington playing an American. No, I thank mean, you. I think he maybe already has, <laughs> right? Oh last night, last night we had a couple people over and uh, John was there and John didn't watch Game of Thrones until the final season. Yeah. Wait, he just started from the like, final he season? He just started from the final season because his girlfriend watched oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, we watched one episode from a couple seasons ago before. It's a, like a particularly good episode. And he was like, this is what the show used to be like? And we were like, yeah, it used to be this. Now it's this. Oh, so anyway, you were like, it used to be good and now it used to be it's good. Like it used to be good in this very specific way. And even Game of Thrones, which I don't love, has like an occasional like two or three great episodes every season. Whatever. Yeah. Point is, uh, he was like, does Kit, does Kit Harrington do anything else? Has he been anything else? And both of us, me and his girlfriend at the same time, at the just said, Pompeii? And that was it. Just like, I think he was in the movie about Pompeii. I feel like that's going to be Kit Wait, Harrington's career. is it called career. Pompeii? Yeah, remember he was in the movie about Pompeii. And he played, I think, a Pompeii survivor. A Pompeii survivor? No, like, I think he, like, Pompeii explodes and he survives. And then it's like the aftermath what of Pompeii. What was it called? It's called Pompeii. Oh. I don't remember that. You have to ride him out of here. No! He's not fast enough. He can't carry us both. Go! No, I won't leave you. We don't have a choice. Run! Go! I don't want to spend our last moments running. It's like um, a Joe and the Volcano, but like, ugh, Photoshop to hell. Snow versus the Volcano is what it's called. Snow versus the Volcano. That's good. Oh, that's good. Um, you know what did happen on HBO that was iconic? Because again, I'm never going to think about Game of Thrones after this. Like maybe give me one more week of thinking about Game of Thrones and sure, then it's gone. Sure, sure. The, that part of my brain is going to go away. You know what that part of my brain is going to replace it with and then actually expand into consuming yeah. the entirety of my brain are you gonna clap west world season three west world season three west world season honey 2020 <laughs> honey here we come god it's this like, is not a west world podcast is coming back in 2020 oh no but what if we like it that's really not the i'm point telling of you the that trailer pun- that trailer was such a good reveal. I had no idea. I was like, what's this? Who's if this? Aaron Paul? Like cool, it, cool, we cool. can't do this. It's not a Westworld podcast because we will be like nice about it. And that's I not the point. Fully, we're going to watch Westworld season three. We're going to love it. And then we're going to reevaluate our opinions of Westworld's season Let's one and Westworld two. Let's have Westworld parties. We need it's to, gonna be we need the to best make it a show thing. Of, well, HBO has realized they need a new Game of Thrones. I know. And they're going they to fucking their, shove they had it all the into ante. Westworld. They had to up the ante. So they were like, we're moving into the cities. We're making it the future. We're getting Aaron Paul, Tessa Thompson, TBD, but Evan Rachel Wood, she's back, honey. Like, I think Lena Waith was in there. Stop like, clapping. It's all... I'm snapping, actually. Oh, I transitioned wow, from worse. clap to snap. It got I... worse. And Aaron Paul, you did not watch Breaking Bad, but Aaron no. Paul was another one who really, people were like, what's going to happen with him? Because mm-hmm. everyone knew that What's-His-Face would be fine. Um, network Brian Cranston Brian Cranston and he yeah. went on to do cool he still does cool stuff all the time but Aaron Paul was like the breakout like no one really knew what his deal would be and no what he would knew. do and he's done some interesting and things. now he's doing Westworld season three <laughs> best show of all time will he oh God, fuck 20, a robot 20. yes fuck a robot Aaron <laughs> I think if I'm going to get on with my life I'm going to have to find something 
someone real. Do you need some help? Wow, I can't wait for Westworld season three. This is not a Westworld podcast is returning to your ears no. in one year. If it's bad. <laughs> in a year, if it's bad, we'll do it. And uh, if it's good. If we don't, we're cannot, confused. HBO, you are not sponsoring this podcast. We need to move on. Let's move on to Eurovision. Either the Netherlands or Sweden. One of you is the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest 2019. It's we have to give a Eurovision update because none of our stands won. In fact, one of our enemies won. I'm so mad. Netherlands won Eurovision after a very contentious and crazy voting experience. The voting was, as ever, just incredible. Basically, what was really interesting about it, I'll just do it quickly, was that North Macedonia, which if you haven't heard of, is a new country. So apparently Greece has a region called Macedonia and they have for a long time, obviously. And then North Macedonia, Macedonia was like, we want to be in the EU. And they were like, well, Macedonia is a region in Greece and Greece won't agree to let you in the EU unless you change your name. And they were like, what about North Macedonia? And they were like, that works cool. Right. Call yourselves North Macedonia. So they joined in February of this year, literally like a few months ago. And so it was weird. All of the, and we told you that Eurovision is super geopolitical. So what ended up happening was all the delegates, which are like the kind of electoral vote of Eurovision, voted, mm -hmm. gave their 12 points to North Macedonia as kind of like a show of faith. It was right. very interesting. Okay. And so this woman who like literally we'd never heard of and did not pay attention to her performance, like no. won the jury the fake, vote. Fake, no, fake Margot Robbie. But as you know, yeah, you called her Margot, you called her fake Margot, you called her Margot Robbie. And then someone in the room was like, is that Margot Robbie? And you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yes. You were like, no. My favorite, my favorite part of the whole watching experience was Kiara saying, she looks like Lily James about whoever that was, Slovenia. I don't yeah. know. And no, I was, was like, uh, Serbia. And I was like, no, she looks like who was the new Cinderella? And <laughs> she goes, Lily James. Like, yeah. <laughs> you died. <laughs> yeah, whoops. Lily James. Anyways, and then the popular vote happened. And as you know, the popular vote loves to shake things up. And so the, the winner of the popular vote was weirdly Norway. But if you balance all those things out, it ended up being the Netherlands, which was the which was the the um the favorite, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so between the jury vote and the popular vote, it ended up being Netherlands. There was other favorites. Azerbaijan did Italy. well. Uh, Iceland did a protest. They did not. They, I think they came in like the top 10 maybe, but they protested. So they were already like. They held up They held up signs that said Palestine. And then the Eurovision cameras like immediately cut away. They, they were like, nope, 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 nope. Madonna performed. It was very weird. Oh, I missed the Madonna performance. That was very strange. Was it? Was, did she perform something from Madame X? Yeah. With. Uh, with, with Quavo? With Quavo. I can't believe Quavo was there. Quavo was there. They interviewed Quavo and it was so strange. He was like, I do not know where I am, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I don't here. know what's going on. They were like, he was like, I went to go to the wall. It was great. It was really nice. I yeah. love Israel. And then they were like, what's your favorite Eurovision song, Quavo? And he's like, I love Madonna. Yeah, <laughs> was literally. Like, was like, oh, okay. My mom grew up listening to it. I, I didn't really grow up listening to it, but I just got the tradition that I know about music. So I just noticed that she but you, you know her songs by now. Exactly. So that was Eurovision. Oh my God. We're going we... to Amsterdam next year. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, wherever, whoever is the host city. But it's going to be in the Netherlands. It's going to be in the Netherlands. It might not be in Amsterdam, but we're going to be wherever First, either way. See always. you there. Thank you. Thank you. I study it for it be gone. 
Really quickly before we get into it, uh, come to our Nashville show. Don't make Nashville the new Denver. We're doing a show on June 1st. You can buy tickets now on Hoogly.us. Um, it's going to be great. We're also going to do some panels of Podex. So come to the Podex conference if you have interest in number one podcasts, number two panels. Yeah, don't you want to know not? how the magic is made? Do, don't you want to know why we're recording this for the second time today because how? I fucked up the microphone? You how could the magic know, is made. You could know. <laughs> Sausage? Sausage is made. How the magic happens. Don't if you want to know how the sausage is is ha- happens. If the sausage happens and the magic is made, <laughs> you want to know how the sausage happens. Then you gotta come see us at Pod X, and we will answer all of those questions. Much. All right. It's, it's me so much. Now let's let's really quickly. I want to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. I was um, like scared that you were gonna talk about it again. Um. Okay, but let's let's move Tati on James, to. Do we God, need to do ugh. any of these updates? Uh, we should do a little. I mean, what's fascinating about this is the whole. We thing said we weren't. We even released a public statement. Down. And we said we wouldn't, and then they released more. I just we should we should know by now that these things will never they never end. You know. I do think this ends. What is it? The Marvel Cinematic. Uh, it's the um phase one. I feel like this is definitely the end of phase one. Um, you know, what it all comes so down think- to is money. And what we suspect and what I think a lot of people suspect is that at the end of phase one, which means like everything came to a head, the the conflict came to a head, the YouTube reps got involved. You know, everyone's reps who are all friends with each other. There's only a few people who do this business, you know, only mm-hmm. a few types of reps, YouTube reps. And they said, you guys are losing money over this shit. It's ridiculous. Like it's getting stupid, mm-hmm. right? You end put, this. You end this. Unless you actually want to do some legal shit, end it because it's getting stupid. I think like a real adult stepped in versus the fake adults that they are. And the other thing that ended up happening was that more and more people were just like, this is a 19 year old fighting with two 33 year olds or 30 something. 33 year olds. and a 37 year old. And that's ridiculous, right? I mean, it's this ridiculous. is this guy is almost 20 years younger than Tati. Like, of course, he's dumb, dumb. OK, so what ends up happening is there are everyone releases a video uh, J- uh, James James Charles releases his big video, which is called uh, "No More Lies." Which, no after more li- saying, "I'm not going to release receipts," he then re- releases all the receipts. But most of his like argument is, we really are we're so far beyond the the gummies at this point. We're now at the point where people are accusing James Charles of being a sexual predator, and he's like, "This is the most important thing that I need to address." And he yeah. kind of addresses that whole thing, you know. And that's really the biggest allegation. And when Jeffree Star got involved. That's what put Jeffrey and Tati in their place, right. I think. But also, like, Jeffree Star calling a 19-year-old a sexual predator in, like, a text message and, like, you know, sending it to his friend and putting it on Twitter with, like, mm-hmm. really no proof and kind of all of this whatever. That was, like, the dirtiest thing that happened, mm-hmm. I think. And that's when this thing took a turn. I think, like, Jeffree Star kind of manipulated Tati a little bit. He seems I mean, everyone devious. was manipulating everyone. Sure, but the but... point is, it was two 30-somethings and one 19-year-old. So it's just like, if if you're a 30-something manipulating a 19-year-old and it gets back to the 19-year-old, like, beware of what the 19-year-old is going to do. Right. You know, like, 19-year-olds are savvy. So, so Tati puts out a video. She's sorry this, is, this has gotten out of hand. She takes down the original video, which is a real sign of kind of 
apology, whatever. It's by sister to by sister. Because taking, taking it down the content's the biggest deal. And then the, and finally, uh, Jeffrey puts up a video that's like really apologetic. I normally don't oh, do yeah. this. Da, da, da. I deleted This is all the hardest tweets, video I've ever made. Blah, blah, all of them blah. are always saying, oh, I, this is the I hardest video I've ever soon. recorded. I da, da, da. Um, the, the only other thing I want to say about it, I do, I do truly think we're never going to talk about this on the podcast again in its current form. This particular drama is over. Like you said, because money, they realize that like all of them are losing out of this. Like, let's just nip it in the bud because all the, no one has a, no one has long-term memory. We're all going to forget about this in a month. But the other reason that I think we had to talk about it today was because another who found herself (laughs) embroiled in all of this, in this controversy. Oh, I forgot about this. And that whose name is R.L. Larson. <laughs> One of the many, who. many people. Truly so who. it's like James Charles is calling out Jeffree Star. James Charles is calling out Tati Westbrook. And then James Charles is calling out Zara Larson. Because Zara Larson got involved for some reason during this whole scandal. And she was like, Jeffrey, uh, sorry, James Charles messaged my boyfriend like a whole bunch of times and he tried to steal him away from me like gay gay men blah blah blah. like basically implied that like gay men act like this this is what gay men do they try to steal straight guys from their girlfriends james charles is like gay men are always villainized they're always portrayed as sexual predators who try to steal like convert straight men into gay men blah, blah blah i'm sick of this narrative um and he was like First of all, I only messaged your boyfriend once and I didn't know he was your boyfriend and I didn't know he was straight and it was done privately. So I have all the receipts that only happened one time. Second of all, the way that you met this boyfriend was by tweeting out a thirsty thing that said a couple years ago, it was, when was it? 2015, 2016, she tweeted two photos of a model, 2015, and it said, who are you? Where do you live? How old are you? Why are you so fine? How do you like your eggs cooked in the morning? And then a year later, she actually met him and now they're dating and they still are. This This is the guy. This back and forth between her and James Charles is honestly the most wild part of this whole thing. It's hilarious. Because she wrote, I'm cackling because he hit up my boyfriend in the DM several times knowing damn well he's straight. Then she retweeted herself and said, I feel like deleting this because I checked and it wasn't several times. Only one DM under some comments under under pictures and she really i'm losing sleep over shit. this um, and then she apologized oh. again and he said of course you're allowed to flirt with people online like i did and to call someone beautiful in the comments is not only nice no harm done i do think it's disrespectful to try it with someone who's taken i must admit i have a hard time believing you didn't know we were an i a relationship since he well, i don't even know who me. you are zara like, larson literally name a zara larson song stop <laughs> i this. can't i know i can't i I'm team James, but only slightly. I'm team Mostly no one. Mostly I'm this team no one. stupid. Mostly I'm team no one. If anything, I'm just not team Zara. I'm just not team Zara. I mean, I'm I'm team like I didn't care about Zara Larson and now like I ha- have to, I guess. Like now I'm like, she sucks. <laughs> I'm team Brian H. Whitaker. Who's that? Zara's boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> the hot model. <laughs> <laughs> the hot model. Honestly, just an innocent Brian bystander. H. Whitaker. That's whose team I'm on. I'm never watching a James Charles or Tati Westbrook video again. Famous last words. Famous, Famous last, last words. words. But will you watch What's a Jeffree Star video? Oh my God. Maybe I... What if I do? What if I do? No. I mean, this is truly 
toxic. I guess what we're I guess what's revealed here and we'll end with this is that there's no way something this insane could be contrived. And I do respect the idea that there is like genuine this is genuine drama. Like this mm-hmm. isn't like we're working together to get more views drama. This is real fucking drama. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. It's time to stop talking about James Charles. You know what it's time to start talking about? What's it time to do, Bobby? It's time to start talking about movement watches. We love our movement watches, or as I've said before, I gave mine to Josh. He loves the movement watch I gave to him for free, selflessly gave him my free spawn watch. Lindsay loves her all-black movement watch. I love it too. I'm actually very jealous of it. I talk about this all the time. Point is, movement rules. They have tons of quality, clean, and all-around good-looking watches and accessories that you can actually afford and order right from the couch. Movement watches start at just $95, so you're guaranteed to find something you love that won't break the bank. Great prices. Um, These guys are truly a ground-up and an entrepreneur success story. They understand living on a tight budget because they lived it too. And that's why they wanted to make quality products that are accessible to everyone. They've sold over 2 million watches across more than 160 countries and their collections are always expanding for you. So we have to like check up all the time because they always have new ones and they're all very cute. And you, hooligans, can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash who, W-H-O. See why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection now. Go to mvmt.com slash who. Speaking of watches, Lindsay, who got a really nice watch recently that actually wasn't an MVMT? They probably shouldn't have gotten a movement. They should have gotten a movement. This but you know what he chose instead? A Rolex. So fucking funny to me. I breaks the bank for this. So before we even talk, before we before you even say anything, Ciara is pretty much of them. Future is pretty much of them. And Russell Wilson is definitely a sports them. Mm-hmm. But the who in this situation is my all-time little fave child, Baby Baby Future. Baby, Baby Future. Future, the son of Ciara and Future, Baby Future, who is uh, the most adorable thing ever. I highly recommend you could take a look at Ciara's Instagram or Ciara. Is it Ciara or Ciara? <laughs> it's Ciara. Ciara? Yeah, it's like Miss. Ciara. Ciara. Oh, because she says it like Ciara. Yeah. God. Ciara. It's embarrassing. Anyways... Sierra's son, Little Future, received a an amazing gift. Uh, there was a video of him receiving it. Future gave a five-year-old, again, a five-year-old, a Rolex watch. And their video of him getting it, he goes, thank you. Happy birthday. And it's honestly incredible <laughs> because there's nothing that I can imagine a five-year-old wants less than a Rolex watch. Literally. Think about that. That's like giving a five-year-old a car you know do you know all of the better toys he could have got with that money there are like, so many if cool sierra's toys. smart if sierra and russell are smart sierra and russell are gonna take that watch sell it and then buy better toys with it like all baby future wants i know he's five but i'm calling him baby future all baby future wants is like paw patrol he wants like I don't know. Thomas the Tank Engine. Like Thomas the Tank. He wants he wants screen time. He wants to watch something on the iPad. He wants to go outside. He wants, I don't know, literally anything other than but a, a Rolex. heavy Rolex. <laughs> heavy. Can you imagine? You're right. It's so heavy. It's They're so Rolexes. It's so heavy on his little arm, his baby arm. He's literally arm. baby future. He's five years old and now he has to wear a fucking Rolex? And you know, Sierra, I mean, Sierra's not going to sell that stupid thing, but she is going to make him wear it whenever like Future's around and be like, okay, 
okay, baby future, we got to put on the watch oh. for daddy when he comes by. Ugh. And they like take it out of the drawer. What I love about this was all Ugh. the internet was like, this is hilarious. Like we all agreed that like it was ridiculous that they gave a five-year-old a Rolex. Like this kind of reminds me of DJ Khaled, how he treats his son, which is ridiculous, but almost like with a wink wink about it all, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's probably like a custom Rolex because I'm sure they don't just make tiny little Rolexes <laughs> typically. So you're spending, you're spending not just the Rolex price, you're spending like custom Rolex prices, you know? Right, for like a baby. $15,000. Spend it on Paw Patrol. For a baby. Spend it on toys. so funny. It's just like, thanks. 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 Get him a Switch. Get him literally anything else. Oh, God. Sierra and Russell threw him a party. He was so happy. Got a cake with superheroes on it. They threw him an age-appropriate party, unlike Future Who gave him That's what five-year-olds want. He got an age-inappropriate gift at an age-appropriate party. Right. At least he got something that was age-appropriate. Happy birthday. Speaking of inappropriate, Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson are engaged. I hate it. They're perfect for each other. No one's ever been more perfect for each other. These two are so like... A match made and like faux victimhood. Yeah, these two are so red-pilled in the same exact way if you think about it. Like these two hate social justice warriors. They think that everyone on the internet is overly woke and precious. And Oh, absolutely. They're like... They are like like, everyone... I mean, I can't help it that I was born, you know, like a straight cis white woman, a straight cis white man. Like what? Like if I were gay... they're They're the types of people who would privately say like... It would be so much easier if I were gay. My career would be so much better if I were gay. My My career would be so much better if I weren't white. Absolutely. You know they've said that. You know they've said that over their like disgusting like scotch and sodas. Disgusting scotch and sodas. Ew. Like you know they say like foul things about social justice. These two have experienced the same type of internet backlash, which I find really amusing. So they must Mm -hmm. be on the same page about it. Like they both have received... You know, her for play, for a ghost in the shell and when she was going to play a, a trans person. Remember that? Then she had mm-hmm. backed out of it. Yeah. And she was like, never mind. And everybody was like, you can't do these things. You know, it's it's problematic for this, this, and this way. All reasonable ways that it was problematic. And he is like number one ire because of people saying, you know, you're not funny. <laughs> and also you suck. And then he, what was his, what was his joke about on, on SNL that made people, that got people so mad? I don't even remember. It was something about Trump. It doesn't matter. Point is, he's clueless. She's clueless. They're perfect for each other. They're disgusting. I hope that celebrities get that invite and they're like, I don't want to go to this. I hope so too. I wouldn't want to go to that. If I somehow landed a wedding to this, to any celebrity wedding, I would go. There's no, no, I'm staying home. (laughs) You're not, good thing you're not invited. Yeah. I'm just letting you know, Colin, Scarlett, don't even try inviting me to the wedding because I'm not showing up. that she was married to Ron Reynolds. Like, I forgot completely. It's... She was married to that other guy, too. She was married to the French guy. Yeah, she's married to two guys. Well, that's how ScarJo Yummy Pop. Meanwhile, what's going on with ScarJo <laughs> Yummy Pop? Yummy Pop? Who's running Yummy Pop? I'm serious. I'm actually serious. Like, <laughs> like, what's going on with Yummy Pop? Didn't it shut down? Yeah, but people, it's still there for some reason, I think. 
Sometimes it's open. Sometimes it's because open. Because people, sometimes hooligans send us photos of them in front of Skrull or Yummy Pop and they're like, look, I'm here. It's but closed. But like then I've like never... the next day you'll get one from a hooligan and it's like, I'm getting ScarJo Yummy Pop. It's delicious. And you're like, wait, what? So the question really is, what is going on with Yummy Pop? Does it exist? Is it run by a ghost? There's no. Does it actually exist? There is no way that Scarlett Johansson or her ex-French, her ex-husband who's French run Yummy Pop. Maybe they sold it? Is it open? I It's open. Yummy Pop. <sighs> permanently closed. It's says, permanently closed. Says Google. Okay. Yummy Pop is permanently closed. But the sign is still there, I think. The weird thing is there's a lot of content about Yummy Pop post the alleged closure. I just so think it's like, that the where were they getting their Yummy Pop? Up. I don't know if people have been eating Yummy Pop. We haven't really actually gotten any evidence of anyone eating any Yummy Pop. But it is an iconic place that people can go to. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's actually, people, when they go to Paris, you know, they go to the Eiffel Tower, then they go to Yummy Pop, and then they go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sick of talking about Yummy Pop. I want to talk about what is inside Jennifer Goodwin's bag. This is a truly confounding what's in their bag. We haven't talked about what's in our bag in a while because I feel like they've been good, weirdly, or just fine. Jennifer Goodwin really went all out because she went full lunatic in her What's in My Bag. She didn't self-censor. She wasn't trying to sound cool or funny. She was just fully naming what was in her bag. Yeah. Not knowing that what was in her bag was crazy. Or maybe she thinks this is normal. Maybe. Jennifer Goodwin, she's a real she's a real. I feel like figure. someone I feel like someone called her and she didn't know it was Us Weekly and it was someone being like, hey, Jennifer Goodwin, what's in your bag? And she just thought it was a stranger and she was like, oh, well, I got a, oh, uh, well, it looks like I got some, uh, some foundation, a uh, Coachella Coral, a La Mer, some, uh, an L.A. public library card. She says three expired credit cards and two usable ones. That's Jennifer, good. take them out of your bag. OK, but that's Imagine not even the being best a cashier. Card. And then it's like, oh, God, Jennifer's coming in because she tries three cards first and they never work. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I should take them out of my bag. But it's I always, I keep forgetting. And they're like, yeah, OK, Jennifer. I like Tell us the craziest part. You think Jennifer Goodwin is like exactly how she plays every character in every single movie? You A little know? flighty. little like she's just like, A little flighty, oh, frazzled. She's like everywhere, frazzled, you know? Yeah. Jennifer Goodwin, most famous for Big Love, by the way. She was also in Once Upon a Time. In case you're wondering who this is. And she's the Jennifer she who spells her name something with, a, with a G. Jennifer. Jennifer Goodwin. Jennifer. G-I. Why is Jennifer Goodwin's bag crazy? Well, let me tell you. She says, <sighs> I'm eternally going back and forth between an iPhone and a flip phone. Says the star of the upcoming Why Women Kill. Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. While the smartphone is so convenient for FaceTiming hubby Josh Dallas, remember him? And Not to be confused with Josh Lucas. While she's away, I also resent needing it. So this woman, this, sorry, excuse me, psycho, carries around a flip phone <laughs> and an iPhone, both functional in her bag. She switched both two different numbers. There's no way they have the same numbers. She has two, two different numbers. Two number, a flip phone and an iPhone. Why do you need and, both? And then she also, she also doesn't know what her iPhone can do or the other one because she also says, I'm terrified because of my ability to remember phone numbers anymore. I have important information on slips of paper. So her phone is filled with, I mean, her bag is filled what? with a flip phone, an and iPhone, sli- and then slips, slips of, of paper. paper with phone numbers on them. Just and numbers. Like, Jennifer. You, Jennifer Goodwin's bag is like lost. Jennifer Goodwin, it's like all you these numbers. Put, <laughs> Jennifer like, Goodwin. Jennifer Goodwin. You can put the numbers in the flip phone or the iPhone. You have two places in which to put numbers. 
And you... It would be funny. I'm imagining like a, like the future. Okay, so it's like the future, right? It's the future. Westworld 3. World is done. Climate change, everything's been destroyed. We're still here? A new, new beings come back. We're still oh. here. New beings land on the earth. Everyone's dead. Oh, we're dead. Exploring. They land in LA. Just coincidentally, they just land in LA. That sucks. The first place what a they go inside. But I guess there's no traffic. The first place gone. they 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 crash land into Jennifer Goodwin's old house back when she was alive, back when humanity was alive. Yeah. And they find a bag, and it's filled with like old tech, new tech, and slips of papers with numbers on it. And they're like, "This is a mystery that we need to solve." Like they would be like, "This is crazy. Like this is this is representative of this society. We and have to solve make, this mystery." They, they make like a and museum, and they realize it's like, and it's just like full of Jennifer Goodwin stuff. <laughs> and they're like, "This is how humans lived on Earth." Because someone's like, the, the atmosphere is bad. We have to get off this planet. Just take what you can grab and then that's it. That's the only time we can spend on Earth. And they just bring Jennifer Goodwin's bag. Wait, they just the grab Jennifer record. Goodwin's bag? They grab it. They're like, we don't have time. Like, we have to leave. Like, the, the atmosphere is terrible. So it's disgusting got... on this planet. And they grab Jennifer Goodwin's bag. They take it up to their spaceship. And they're like, these are Earthlings. Let's see what it's like So in there. the bag, this is the aliens open the bag. And here's in the here's what's in the bag. A green Smithson wallet gifted to her by Kate Hudson. <laughs> Mulberry ended sunglasses. A Liberty London phone case from Etsy. Clear cosmetic pouch from Wadewell. Uh, Biore UV aqua rich sunscreen. Miller Harris rose silence perfume. Glossier balm.com and rose. rose. Colgen Doe foundation. Tilbury lipsticks. Velvet underground and blah, blah, blah. A hand cream. International money. A Los Angeles public card. card three expired credit cards <laughs> and two usable ones. A mini Thomas the Tank engine. Oh my God. <laughs> a book by someone. Whole Foods wild. Cats, uh, strawberry fruit snacks, a bunch of keys on an international thespians keychain, and a Mont Blanc fountain pen. I'm in. I'm in the International Thespian Society, That's or I was in high school. Wild. I wonder if I'm still in it. I wonder if that membership is like. Do you think you could forever. reach out to Jennifer Goodwin over your? Hey, network? we're friends. Uh, the last thing I want to say about Jennifer Goodwin is that she carries a, a green Smithson wallet gifted to her by Kate Hudson. They were in Something Borrowed together. Do you think it's the one gifted to her when they start in Something Borrowed and that she's been using the same wallet for seven years? Do you think she years? only lent it to Eight her and years? she's going to ask it for a back because she only borrowed it? Something no, borrowed? I just wonder, like, when did Kate Hudson give her this wallet? During... Has she been using the same wallet for eight yeah, years? Yeah, since Something Borrowed. Nine or maybe years? they're still friends. Are you still friends with... Can you still be friends with Jennifer Goodwin? What does that mean? Well, is she... How is she going to call you? Well, she lost, she gonna call she you? lost she her, her number. number. <laughs> she definitely lost your number we're fast friends we're both girls girls we're not competitive with our girlfriends and so we had a wonderful time together um she's incredibly collaborative and supportive and kate hudson is like i would love to still be friends with jennifer she was like totally fun like a cool girl but like i i don't know how to contact her I, she wrote I, she my number down on phone. a piece of paper and it just uh, we haven't heard from her since we have two quick stories to get through before we go into rita but they're actually i don't know if they're quick they're wild and they're all new people one of them involves jonathan reese myers that's sort of the bait that daily mail used to get you in it and the headline what that Lindsay found is coca-cola bottling air and his fellow billionaire business partner are arrested in saint kitts after landing on a private jet with actor jonathan reese myers and quote five thousand cannabis plants worth 1.3 million on board which they insist is legal god imagine so, like going on vacation and being like i've packed john Jonathan Reese Myers and 5,000 cannabis pits. <laughs> that honestly crashed the plane. I don't, I don't need to be in there anymore. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm in the plane, I'm like, get me out of here. Okay. So this private jet was uh, chartered by this Coca-Cola bottling air who, this Alky is, David. It, this is a crazy. Imagine that being the source person. of your money. Coca-Cola bottling. I mean, can you yeah. imagine the Coca-Cola, bo- the guy who 
made all this money, right? And the great great grandfather or whatever looking down on what's happening to his fortune, and it's this guy flying with five thousand cannabis plants, and he started a hologram company. I mean, truly, this he started person. the hologram company that like Whitney's family is all mad at, and like that made the fake Tupac. What's his that name? Made, that Alky wanted to make the David? fake Selena. Alki David. David. Some of you may know my name is Alki David and I am the, a billionaire. These people are dangerous because they get to do stuff without actually having investment and they just do whatever they want and it's crazy. And they, everything fails and everything fails and so right. it's just like, I'm a billionaire, I want to start a hologram company, that's going to be the new thing and it's like, so they, sunk, they sink a few million in there and it doesn't work out and he's like, I'm a billionaire, I want to start a CBD company, CBD rules. So he like makes this dumbass CBD company and CBD's a scam. Let's not mince words here. CBD's a scam. I'm a billionaire, I want to fly 5,000 cannabis plants with actor Jonathan Reese Myers to St. Kitts, you know, like this is the type of behavior that that we are also, having to deal with. Imagine being a billionaire and the best celebrity friend you can get is Jonathan Reese Myers. God, Adam, really? Adam You're Wallen? not good with money. <laughs> if I were a billionaire, I would have at least B minus level celebrity friends. You're saying Jonathan Reese Myers is C? C plus, C minus. C minus. Wow, I would say C-minus. he's like a B minus. Really? Yeah. Well, then I'd have B+. plus. Okay. I know you would. You would. You would. I could get Jennifer Goodwin. I could definitely get Jennifer Goodwin oh, you as a could friend. Def- Are you kidding? Just replace one of her cell phones. Or she's, more or- than <laughs> she, she's more than Jonathan Reese Myers. This guy's really funny. He's also like kind of a nightmare. Hasn't he been accused of harassment? Yeah, he is a sexual um, harasser. This woman claims that she worked for the world's worst boss. And so she took him to court, claiming that he sexually harassed her. Now her boss, who happens to be a Hollywood billionaire, will be paying her a lot of money. He's being called America's worst boss. Sometimes he act like a child. Sometimes he act like a predator. 52-year-old Alki David is a flamboyant billionaire best known for producing hologram shows featuring Michael Jackson. A jury has just awarded his former employee, Chastity Jones, $11 million in a sexual harassment suit. Hey, um, Alki. I know you have 5,000 cannabis plants that you need to take the St. Kitts, but you should probably go through these channels and like get it approved by the government. He's like, no, it's fine. Plus, Jonathan Reese Myers is here, so it's going to be okay. Well, he was in the tutors. Clearly, he's flying. Like, like it's there are definitely ways to legally transport cannabis for like different business things. But if mm-hmm. he was if he was arrested in St. Kitts, clearly there was a miscommunication, or he just didn't get it approved. He just brazenly flew 5,000 plants and Jonathan Reese Myers to St. Kitts. And Jonathan. Don't forget, and Don't Jonathan Reese Myers. Do you think he was arrested because of the Jonathan? He's like, they're like, you're illegally transporting a Jonathan Reese Myers. Into no, I our think country. he was. I think he was arrested because he had five thousand yeah, cannabis okay, plants, and he was just true, walking around with them. He was just walking around with them. But he's terrible at creating companies. You know who is good at creating companies? Who? Harry's. That's a company I can invest in and get behind. Harry's. Do you know what Harry's is, Lindsay? I sure do. It's it's the razor company. I love shaving with Harry's. Harry's is great. It makes the clothes shave. It doesn't irritate my skin. It's like also really cheap. It's so much cheaper than my old Gillette razors. But I don't know. You don't have to hear it from me. Harry's founders were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. They know a great shape doesn't come from gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, or handles. It's about like a simple design, a clean design with quality durable blades at a fair 
price. They've received over 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Harry's replacement cartridges are just $2 each. That's half the price of Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. I know, I used to pay for those. All Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee, which rules. So if you don't love your shave, let them know, and they'll just give you a full refund, which is amazing. And you can get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, which is a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Listeners of Who Weekly can redeem their trial at harrys.com slash whoweekly. Just go to harrys.com slash whoweekly to redeem your offer. Last quick thing before we move on to Rita. Tell me about Martha Louise, Princess Martha Louise of Norway. You act like this is going to be quick. Get out of here with this. This is the best story of the fucking podcast. Princess Martha Louise is a Norwegian princess. She's 47 years old. She's the eldest child of King Harold and Queen Sonia. And she has a new boyfriend. And he's American. And he's a shaman. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. He's a shaman. Some people, uh, as usual, uh, criticize uh, your love life. They have done that before. Yes, um, many times. Yeah, and the reason why they <laughs> criticize um, your relationship this time has much to do with your business, uh, Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been said so many things. It's been written so many things. It's, for instance, been written that you can cure cancer, that you can cure leukemia. Can you do that? No. Poor Norway, I gotta say. This is worse than Meghan Markle, you know? They got a shaman a, on their hands. He's a goop-approved shaman. That and means you know what that means? nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Yeah, it means absolutely nothing. Um, this is great because everybody saw this a few weeks ago and just took it for page six, published it, and they were like, this is hilarious. This uh, this princess is marrying this shaman. She's being taken advantage of, la, la, la. And it's like... That is actually not the full story. It's easy to look at this and say like, oh, a shaman with, you know, credits on goop. A shaman who sells these like fucked up rods that allegedly connect you to what was the weird energy that he makes up in this thing? Oh, my God. I want to get it right. They're called like wands that he sells. They're called, wait, they're called tachyon chambers. They're like $200 and they're little rods. They're like velvet coated weighted rods and he can like connect to the spirit called Takyon that like there are videos of him doing it I'm gonna uh, just play some clips here it's wild okay, Takyon energy expand my aura and encase me in unconditional love and and protection from any energies that are low vibration and density you can even say Takyon energy expand my consciousness and when you feel it say thank you I felt that Another thing to be mindful of is if you don't feel the energy, you need to increase your ability to feel the energy. So what you want to say is tachyon illumination rods, tachyon energy increase so I can feel you more pulsating in the palm of my hand. It's a match made in heaven once again, like Colin Jostin's girl Johansson. She herself is an iconic scammer. This is actually like very romantic if you think about it. I mean, she so she was in a 14-year marriage to her husband and they have a few kids and she writes on her Instagram announcing the her and the shaman's relationship. She says, "It's not up to you to choose for, uh, choose for me or judge me. I don't choose my man to satisfy any of you or the norms or boxes you have chosen in your mind for me to be in. I choose from love and that's it." That's it. So this is a friend told the Daily Mail via people, meaning people. They both believe they have known each other for many lifetimes. And in his lifetime, they're supposed to help heal the world together with their tribe, their followers. Derek Mm. believes that he was a king in a past life. And he and Princess Martha were husband and wife in multiple timelines. And apparently his mom, who was a shaman, she predicted that he would fall for the Norwegian princess years ago. Oh, my God. So you're like, this sounds scammy. But no, let me tell you, Princess 
Margaret, Margaret, Louise, Martha. Princess Martha <laughs> has been offending the Norwegian people for years now. Decades. She started a company called Angel School. And if you're thinking, oh, like Lindsay, like angel investment. Yes, maybe there's like, that's cool. She's like, maybe VCs. She's working with VCs. No. She means literal angels, like talking to and communicating with angels. Talking angels. to angels. Angels. I was very, very scared of showing anybody that I was spiritual before. And I hid that really well. I tried to hide that very well. And it was only my closest that knew that I, I had this sight that I could see between the lines and that I could see how people were and feel things and know things. Um, and the day we started our education, um, now Soul Spring, um, was a day when I could actually just stand and say, this is me. Founded as a start education in 2007, then dubbed an angel school, the company changed its name to Soul Spring, still existence, three years ago. The princess and Nording, her business partner, owned 50% each and offered classes in healing, reading, and touching, and various treatments and therapies aimed at teaching clients, quote, how to find yourself. Princess Martha Louise also claims she has new supernatural powers. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that she can, like, cure diseases with these, like, holistic things, including talking with the dead. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm quoting from Hello Magazine. She's a certified physiotherapist and she studied in an academy for holistic medicine. She has long maintained that she communicate with animals and angels. So all these people in fucking Norway hate her because they're like she's using her royal title to influence people to like use her scammy holistic stuff that doesn't right. work. Like people are actually, well, the fear is that people could potentially like do accidental harm to themselves or maybe even die because yeah. they trust her holistic stuff as opposed to like medicine that works. I mean, it's kind of like if Meghan Markle was like decided she was going to sell like an MLM. If she was like, yes, oh, no, uh, it I, is. I have a vitamin company that I want to uh, tell, tell you about England. And everybody was like, wait a minute. Meghan, wait a no. Minute. Meghan. And they're like, Princess Martha Louise, you got to get rid of your title. You can't have a royal title anymore. You're a nightmare. And she's like, and no, she's I'm like, not getting no. rid of this no royal title. The bishop canceled one of their appear church appearances because they wanted to hold uh, the princess and the shaman inside a church in Norway. And okay. they said... Absolutely not. Okay. Get out of here. I feel like, but again, this is a perfect match. These two people are perfect for each other. Absolutely. This is literally a match made in heaven and the heaven where the angels are that talk to Martha and tell her to go find her shaman. I mean, what's crazy is that this was being reported by like the press on our side, like the American mm -hmm. press as being like, oh, you know, this this like L.A. kind of con man like slides into the DMs of this princess of Norway. And it's like not quite like she's no, they very do the fully work. involved. They did do the work. If anything, she's on, more on a limb than he is, you know? He has a lineage of this. She just talks to angels. She talks to angels and animals. And animals. <laughs> I mean, can I just read you just quickly the Bossip headline that goes with this? Yes. Princess Martha Louise of Norway claps back at claims that her swirling shaman sweetie is a scammer. And we are so excited to share our love with all of the people in Scandinavia. Actually, Sean Dirk is half Norwegian, and I'm going to bring him back to the motherland. Which I'm really excited about, because I've been waiting for this moment for a long time since my mom first told me about it when I was a kid. But what I'm really excited about is sharing love with all of the people from all over Europe who are going to be there for our amazing event called Activating Divinity. 
And this event is going to be a life changer because this is about navigating and teaching you the skills that are already inside of you so that you can employ those skills into the world and bring change both to yourself, your family, and your friends and be able to shine the light through the darkness. And that's what we all want, isn't it? And we're so looking forward to sharing that wisdom with you. Okay, Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita up to? She's a can. <laughs> She's no a can. No one deserves to be at Cannes more than Rita. No. And I still don't Name quite know what Name a director who needs to be there more than Rita. Like, I don't quite know quite... I don't quite know why she's there, but no one deserves to be there more than Is Rita. Is Wonderwell premiering at Cannes, finally? Oh, yikes. Rita's at Cannes because she's hosting the iconic Magnum party, which includes, I don't even know, but lots of photos of people dipping ice cream into chocolate, which I love because every year we get photos of celebrities dipping chocolate. I, dipping love, ice cream. I love the Magnum party. I love photos of Magnum. And I love Magnum ice cream. It's great. So who better to host this party than Rita? I can't think of anyone more qualified to host one a Cannes party than Rita. No. She's you know? fun. She looks good in clothes. And she loves to party. And she's already there. You know, it's true. Like you she's turn around, already she's already there. Literally, already every there. yacht that comes into Cannes, Rita's on. I don't know how it's metaphysically possible. Ask the shaman, but Rita <laughs> is somehow on every single yacht. Okay, so you guys have a good day. Yeah. I was hearing the speeches and the, the conferences. Everyone's so smart and good looking. Okay, I'll stop talking. This next song is uh, um, a song I love to sing. Acoustic. It's called Let You Love Me. She was at the Vanity Party, Vanity Fair party. That was a big party. You know, she was hanging out with um, Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And Nick Jonas. And everyone who, was like, who cares there. about who, how quickly we have fallen out of love with Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Who I was, cares? Oh, wait, I was already in, not in who love with them. cares? Whatever. They're um, but so she, boring. She looked sensational as she teased her washboard abs in a plunging semi-sheer lilac dress and cape for Magnum Party and can. Oh. Uh. But she Jeez, also, washboard ads, oh when she goodness. debuted her long platinum ponytail as she left her hotel wearing a striking monochrome dress, she did reveal that she broke her toe or something. Broke her toe. It's we don't injured know. somehow. We don't know what happened. The Daily this, Mail says, ouch, Rita showed off a plaster on her toe, which I think means Band-Aid, uh, but it is unknown how she injured herself. They didn't want to put in the extra effort to figure out how she hurt herself. It's un. It doesn't it's look unknown. like a cast. It looks like just, you know, she got a little scrape. A little scrape. Maybe she had a little blister. Nothing that a few uh, glasses of champagne and can can. No, of course not. But the most important thing that Rita Ora is up to this week uh, is comes to us courtesy of a hooligan. Um, his name is Dylan Mulvin. Dylan Mulvin sent us the front page of the Evening Standard from May fourteenth, and the headline says, "Huge headline fills up almost the entire page." Time to go. PM told as she faces cabinet high noon, and the photo directly to the right is of Rita Ora looking like she's leaving a club. And Rita is the PM now. <laughs> it's a different story, but it certainly looks like, if you crop it just right, that Rita Ora is the prime minister. I gotta say, it wouldn't surprise me if Rita Ora is being told to go as she faced a cabinet at high noon. They're like, Rita <laughs> They're like, Ora's we don't know how prime you minister? Got elected. How did she get this role? <laughs> and everyone's just like, look, don't ask questions. It's, she's prime minister, and that's all That's all there is to it. She but we is gotta, she's gotta go. Prime minister, and she's gotta go. <laughs> They're like, wait, but you're not answering the question. And they're like, no, 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 no. There's no answer. We just, ha she has to go. She has to go. But wait, how did she get elected? No, no, no. We're not talking about that. She has to go. 
And I think we're done with this episode. We are done. So thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. For us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes twice a month and a weekly newsletter. Come to our Nashville show. Come to our Boston show. Come to our DC show. Buy tickets at whoweekly.us slash live. And finally, call 619-WHO-THEM and leave questions, comments, and concerns because we're going to have to catch up on a lot of stuff on Friday and we need your calls. We uh, need your calls. We'll see you Friday. Bye, everyone. Have a great Bye-bye. week. Bye-bye. You will Yeah. 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 They wanna know. Hey.